Hello and welcome to the Market Lane Coffee Podcast and another episode of our Coffee Rollout series where we introduce new coffees to our team. I'm Einar and today I'm here with Jason and we're introducing a new coffee that is made up of two coffees. It's the new seasonal espresso blend. Hi Jason. Hello everyone. Hi Einar. So the coffees in the new seasonal espresso are coffees that we had before at Market Lane. It's Sempreviva from Brazil and El Fuerte from Bolivia. Could you maybe start with the Sempreviva from Brazil? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sempreviva is a, uh, a lot from a quite a large farm in Brazil that we buy from called Fazenda Progresso. And we have had a number of different lots from this farm uh, over the years. Marimbas, for example, is one that we have had a few times and we still have on at the moment for uh, wholesale. It's quite a large, beautiful farm in, it's not an unusual region for Brazil, but it's sort of a newer region for uh, Brazilian coffee production. The state's called Bahia, and we call the region Chapata de Matina, and that means mountains of gold. Um, that refers to the, the rich mining history that that part of Bahia has. And the El Fuerte comes from Bolivia, so it comes from a region in Bolivia called Samaipata. It's, again, it's actually another sort of, I guess, secondary coffee-growing region um, for the country it's grown in. Most of Bolivia's coffee is grown in Caranavi, and this is grown at a um, higher latitude. So it's slightly cooler, slightly drier, quite a different region to Caranavi, which is more sort of rich and tropical. Have you been to these uh, farms? And if so, when did you go? Yeah, I've been to both farms. I've been to Brazil and Bolivia a number of times. Uh, Brazil was my first coffee-producing country that I visited in 2010. I went there and did the uh, Cup of Excellence competition. Um, I was lucky enough to be an observer, so I participated in all the judging, but my scores weren't counted at the time, so I was still a novice cupper. But it was a great experience. I didn't get up to Bahia Um, in the north. We stayed around Minas Gerais down in the south and and toured around there. But I visited some beautiful farms, and it really got me addicted to traveling and visiting coffee farms um since then i visited brazil um just twice more one last time was toshi with toshi in uh, 2016 and we visited bahia and spent a lot of time with silvio our exporter and the Boré family as well um in uh, Mucuje, the small town near facenda progresso so the Boré family is the producer of uh, sempre viva and marimbas yes uh, what can you tell us about them well, they have an interesting background. So they were producing uh, English potatoes and soybeans down in the south of Brazil. And they were looking for larger parcels of land and expand their operations a little bit. And they were really drawn to the Bahia region around Mukuje because it was on a reasonably high plateau around 1100 meters. There's some really good sources of water in the area. And the land was also very cheap, like undervalued because of um, there wasn't a very strong history of growing coffee or potatoes in the area. So uh, they bought that parcel of land, I think, in 84 or the mid-80s. And they've been there ever since. They started out growing potatoes and they still grow potatoes, but they have diversified into a number of other things. And coffee has been one of their biggest crops that they've moved into. Um, flying over the top of their farm and even from like Google satellite view, you can see the giant crop circles that they use to irrigate the potato fields with. Should also just clarify that uh, the Bore family weren't planting English potatoes. They were just planting potatoes that are commonly used in England. So things like Kestrel and uh, Jersey Royals and things like that. So potatoes are native to the Amazon. It's another story. But moving right along. So the name Sempreviva comes from uh, an obscure and quite rare flower that grows in the area. And uh, it's quite special because they... They say that this flower can uh, maintain its scent for many decades after it's dried. So 
it's a it's a lovely name for a um, a coffee from the area. Yes, and the name Sempervive translates to ever alive or live forever. Wow. And El Fuerte from Bolivia is also produced by the Los Rodriguez family that produces Casillo and Floripondio. Uh, but El Fuerte has a quite unusual story. It's from Samaipata where no coffee was grown commercially until... Until fairly recently. The Rodriguez family is based in Caranavi. Yeah, up until about 10 years ago, they were based solely in Caranavi and in La Paz. And they started discovering um, Samaipata after buying a small plot of land there and doing some test farming. I think originally their plan was to retire there for Pedro and his wife to retire in Samaipata. But they found that it was a great place to grow coffee. It's a slightly higher latitude than Caranavi, so... As I said before, it's a bit drier, but there are still some really great elevations in the area. And um, because there's a, already a food well, there's quite an, a, like an agricultural hub in the area already. The name comes from a local Aztec ruin called um, El Fuerte as well. It translates to the fort. And it's also a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So I wanted to talk about um, the way that Market Lane makes the seasonal espresso uh, in the uh, episode coffee roller part five um, the current uh, or the old seasonal espresso with um, Ruli and Sao Judas uh, you talked about how you look at the whole year and buy coffee for for the seasonal espresso um, and in my mind there's two categories of market lane blends it's the um, kind of 70 to 80 percent of a quite well balanced heavy bodied usually Central American or Brazilian coffee, mm-hmm. and then mixed in with uh, 20 to 30% of a coffee that is usually a little bit more fruitier or more characteristic, often an African coffee. And then in the other category, it's the more close to 50-50 uh, blend uh, with two quite well-balanced coffees. Is that correct, how you think about making a blend? Yeah, I guess uh, the overarching thing is for me is balance so trying to find uh, a combination of coffees that produce a really well balanced coffee for espresso and i take into consideration how it's going to taste with milk as well so i will tend to if if i'm using a very fruity component like a kenyan coffee i will try and limit it to a smaller portion of the blend and, and that's usually because of the acidity or the perceived acidity of the Kenyan coffees tends to be quite high in espresso so similarly to kenyan coffee and things like that when it comes to Colombian and Central American coffees, a lot of them, to be honest, taste good on their own. So, you know, if we could have enough of a coffee like the San Antonio selection, which we had not too long ago, uh, we would run that just as seasonal espresso. Um, it's really well balanced. It tastes great by itself and with milk. Um, I think it makes a yeah great espresso. So, yeah, it's about balance. The, the Brazilian coffees tend to be quite mild and really warming and chocolatey and nutty. But in espresso, I think they can do with a bit of a, you know, a bit of a spice or a bit of a kick from something with a bit more acidity. And we have two other coffees on the lineup at the same time, uh, which is Cafundo from Brazil and uh, Verca, which is a natural processed coffee from Ethiopia. So how does this blend fit in between the two? It's definitely the sort of more approachable espresso of the, the two. The worker espresso is quite wild, sort of exciting, very fruity, um, very rich and, and boozy. Um, the Cofundo is, you know, I guess similar to the, the seasonal espresso, but has more of a, I guess, cherry sort of 
cherry and chocolate characteristic and the seasonal espresso would be more sort of hazelnut and almond sort of warming yeah overall we try and keep a really nice range of coffees on the offer list so despite brazilian coffees tasting really good at the moment we don't want to have only brazilian coffees on the list so we're trying to stagger stagger the rollout of a few things you know while they're still tasting fresh and tasting good we're sort of trying to space them out over the year so you'll see you know one ethiopian coffee now and we'll have um, another one released in a few months and a few months after that we tested the coffee uh, earlier uh, both as an espresso and also with milk do you want to share some of your tasting notes yeah i had in the cup i found really nice toasted almonds some red apple malt like a really nice vanilla malt really sweet characteristics like maple syrup uh, some soft peach sort of acidity a little bit of mandarin but kind of very low acidity citrus i guess and it has a really creamy mouthfeel as well with milk i mean sort of obviously it becomes much creamier changes from sort of more dark chocolate to milk chocolate and for me it really brought out this nice soft sort of toasted hazelnut flavor the new seasonal espresso is a blend of 60% Sempreviva from Chapada Diamantina region of Brazil and 40% El Fuerte from Samaipata region of Bolivia. The tasting notes on the bag are toasted almond with red apple and brown sugar and the retail price is $18 for 250g and $60 per kilo. And we'll be running this blend until about the end of August. Uh, thank you Jason and thank you everyone for listening. We really hope you like this new blend. Yeah, thank you for listening and please get in touch if you have any questions. I um, hope you enjoy the coffee. See you soon.